I'm Shana Stulen. The action some local school board members are taking to support transgender students. It's still all Democrats, but the Prince George's County Council could be really different next year. I'm John Doman. The House tonight has voted to revive a ban on semi-automatic guns. 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. At least 16 people, including children, have died in Kentucky floods, and Governor Andy Bashir says they could be updating the death toll for weeks to come. They're also going doing their best, he says, to find the missing. Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Seidel has been checking out the damage. As the floodwaters in parts of southeastern Kentucky began to recede, the extent of the damage became clearer. Right now it's looking like we're not going to be able to save it. Entire towns have been flooded, roads destroyed, and major infrastructure, power, water, and cell phone service wiped out. The state is bracing for more storms expected to move in on Sunday and into early next week. Las Vegas was hit with intense storms last night that caused water to cascade from ceilings and pull on the carpet of a casino's stadium-sized sports betting area. Streets and homes flooded, too. Forecasters say the pattern may repeat through the weekend. It's a major rush to legislation for the U.S. House passing a new high-powered weapons ban that has little chance of passing in the Senate. CBS's Deborah Alfaron. House Democrats have seized on the issue following a a series of tragic mass shootings, but Republicans have accused them of playing politics, especially since the bill is not expected to pass the evenly divided U.S. Senate. The House is off on August recess, but may come back for the Senate Democrats' legislation on climate change, Medicare, and corporate taxes. The House has approved a bill to help the western U.S. fight wildfires and drought. The measure combines 49 separate bills that include, among other things, increasing firefighter pay and benefits, boosting resiliency and mitigation projects, protecting watersheds, and making it easier for wildfire victims to get federal assistance. The bill now goes to the Senate. A lot of people have their tickets ready to check the mega millions numbers if you win the 1.2 billion dollars new jersey cpa dan geltrude stresses the first thing you do is protect that ticket that's literally a billion dollars on a piece of paper so you want to make sure you secure that ticket our Jim Crisula has the latest on a survivor of the Texas school shooting. Maya Zamora got a hero's send-off from the staff at University Hospital in San Antonio, Texas, Friday afternoon. The 10-year-old spent more than two months in the hospital recovering from injuries she received in the Uvalde school shooting May 24th. She was the last shooting victim to be released from a hospital. Jim Crisula, CBS News. California aims to make its own insulin brand to lower prices. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 315 points. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 11.03, Friday, July 29th. 2022, low 71. Good evening, I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. An update now on the woman accused of shooting her husband inside a D.C. hotel. Police say it was over accusations he molested children at her Maryland daycare. The case is now going to trial and a judge has denied her bail. Shantiri Weems is going to remain behind bars for now. 
Her next court appearance is August 9th. Her husband, James Weems Jr., remains in custody in Washington, D.C. He'll be appearing before a Baltimore County court next week. He's been charged with sexually abusing at least three children at the daycare center in Owings Mills. Shinteri shot her husband last week after getting messages about those allegations at the Mandarin Oriental in Southwest, police say. Her lawyer says it was self-defense. According to court documents, police found two handguns and a notebook at the hotel where she wrote messages saying she intended to shoot but not kill her husband and, quote, I want these kids to get justice. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. New tonight, school board members from Arlington, Fairfax, and Stafford counties, as well as Falls Church City, are among those that have signed on to an amicus brief in support of transgender students in Virginia schools. The brief was filed by Equality Virginia and 35 other people or groups. It asked the Supreme Court of Virginia to uphold a lower court's dismissal of a lawsuit filed by a former teacher in West Point, Virginia. The Virginia Mercury reports former high school French teacher Peter Vlaming uh, refused to use male pronouns to address a student who was recently undergoing transgender uh, gender transition and legal name change. He was fired but then sued the West Point School District for $1 million. Alexandria's school board has agreed to request school employees be vaccinated for COVID-19 ahead of the upcoming school year. Staffers who satisfactorily establish a religious or medical exemption can forego the requirement but will have to be tested weekly. The school system says employees who decline vaccinations might be required to take leave without pay or be fired. Also yesterday, Alexandria School Board appointed Melanie K. Wyatt to be the new interim superintendent, effective September 1st. K. Wyatt is currently chief of human resources. She will be the school system's second black female interim superintendent. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. The votes have all been counted in Prince George's County, and we've learned nearly half of the county council will be made up of new members. Laureata trounced Rodney Streeter in District 7 after losing to him by 31 votes in a crowded primary in 2018. It's dominant. In a primary race, she beat an incumbent. That says a lot. She also becomes the first openly gay member of the county council. Other newly elected members include Juanika Fisher in District 2, Eric Olson in District 3, Ingrid Harrison in District 4, and Walla Blagay in District 6. William Ford with the Washington Informer says the progressive activist wing of the council just got bigger, which will impact leadership races. As a council chair, you get to pretty much set the, set, set the agenda. John Dome in WTOP News. The top health official in Prince George's County is stepping down. Dr. Ernest Carter has been at the post since December 2019, and he led the county's pandemic response. It's the latest such resignation locally. D.C.'s health director officially stepped down today, and Montgomery County has been without a health official for nearly a year after he resigned following a torrent of abuse. WTOP has reached out to Prince George's County for an explanation of why Dr. Carter stepping down will update you when we get a response. It's 11.07 coming up. 
We'll be talking about the Americans, uh, the Americans who say that the recent overturning of Roe versus Wade marks a major loss. Winter season is here, and Discount Tire wants you to stay safe on the road. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Let's get you taken care of. 